Hello, welcome back to another episode of Nobody's Doing It Right, the podcast for those who are uncertain. My name is Kat. I'm your host. I am a writer, creator, personal growth guide, self-awareness guide. (laughs) I'm a bunch of different things. Um, But one of the main things I am is an uncertain person, just like everybody else. Um, But I am obviously working on it a lot. And so I want to share my insights with anybody else who struggles with this. Um, which is why I offer one-to-one chat sessions for anyone that wants some support during their personal growth journey. I also create tools and resources on my website, like books that dive deep into specific things that I think are really important to uh, focus on if you're on this personal growth journey, things that I've struggled with myself that I've really hyper-focused on and worked through. Um, But the journey never ends, ultimately, right? You just get better and better at managing it. And so that's what I aim to do for everybody who listens to me and follows me online. Um, Yeah, let's get right into it. This week's episode is about letting people surprise you. And this is something that actually one of my friends said to me one time. You know, she said, "Let let, let him surprise you. And Megan, if you're listening to this, this is this episode is dedicated to you. (laughs) Um, But it really hit home because I realized as somebody who is a control freak, who has a lot of anxiety, who feels the need to maintain order all the time, um, and usually thrives in chaos. Oddly enough, I thrive in chaos because I am so anxious and I like control that I gravitate towards chaotic situations as a way to tame them. You know, there's, there's a challenge in that. There's a way to prove my worth and my value by taming chaotic people or circumstances or whatever. I realize that a lot of that need for control um, does not allow me to let people surprise me. I always assume that somebody is not capable of doing something or won't to do something because of patterns I've seen, right? Because if someone repeatedly does the same thing over and over again, you can assume that they're going to do the same thing again. Now, this usually works when you're doing like scientific experiments. And for the most part, yeah, like people have a certain nature to them and will repeat the same behaviors And patterns over and over again, depending on their circumstances, their mindset. You know, for the most part, we're all kind of the same day to day. However, that doesn't mean that many of us aren't also working on that and changing and growing constantly because that's what it means to be human. It is to constantly be in flux and to be constantly changing, right? Um, However, I get stuck in a very black and white mindset where I assume, you know, if this is what it is now, this is what it's going to be forever. And so that in a way helps me maintain a level of safety and control. Um, to assume like, okay, this is what happened before. This is, what, of course, what's going to happen now. And that's what's going to happen in the future. So I can create a kind of game plan to manage it. So I'm not so anxious. This, of course, as I talk about with a lot of my clients in my chat sessions and in my videos on TikTok, comes from a place of not having self-trust, you know, not being able to trust yourself to act in alignment as things arise, Right. Something new happens, some new circumstance comes up, um, and rather than feeling like, oh, I have to pre-plan, I have to ruminate beforehand, I have to overthink as a way to make sure I'm safe and I'm okay in this circumstance, instead of doing that, you have the self-trust to know that you can handle it. You can handle whatever comes your way. You don't have to pre-plan all the time. You don't have to overthink and ruminate and stress about every minute detail about a person, what they might say, what you think they'll say because they said this last time. So I'm going to say this this time to make sure that things go according to plan. It's like, that is not (laughs) self-trust. That is the opposite of that. That's you feeling like I cannot trust myself to be 
just myself in any situation and make sure that I can choose the right things as as new things happen, right? I think for many of us, we fear that, you know, rather our lack of control, our feeling of a lack of control and needing that control stems from us knowing that we sometimes can't control our own selves, you know, our own impulses, our own behaviors, you know, that lack of self-trust to know that we will uh, choose the right thing for us. And so we strive to have control over others and control over certain circumstances. And the way this ties into letting yourself be surprised is to recognize that people are different all the time. People will always change. People will grow. Some people will change much less and grow much slower than other people. Other people, maybe in a couple of months, they've gone through a transformation. They're completely different. They've changed the way they see the world. They've changed their behaviors. Realistically, I've seen this happen, not only in myself, you know, I'm very different than I was a year ago in many ways, and also the same in many ways that I was a year ago, right? But I've seen it in my friends too. I've seen people that I've known for a long time who acted very specific ways in the beginning of our friendship and completely changed and have grown and have matured in ways that I'm like, wow, that's actually really impressive that they're like that, you know? And I find that when it comes to people that are kind of lower stakes, right, like friends, it's so much easier to let yourself be like, oh, okay, like that person did something really interesting, at least for me, right? But when it comes to higher stakes people, like in relationships, romantic partnerships, it becomes so much harder to allow yourself to be surprised by them because there's more risk there. There's more risk in letting yourself kind of be open to experiencing what new, you know, random thing this person might do, right? Whether it's good or bad. The worst case scenario is that it's bad and it's something really, you know, heartbreaking. The best case scenario is that this surprise is actually great and it feels great and it creates more connection between the two of you. But it's scary and I get that and allowing this to happen is easier said than done. But it is something that I've realized is so important when it comes to relationships, right? I mean, you know, letting yourself be surprised is important in all aspects of life, allowing yourself to flow and go with the flow. Um, I recommend reading Alan Watts for anybody who has trouble going with the flow and just allowing yourself to show up and trust that you can handle things. Alan Watts has some great resources um, and books and lectures online. That's what really helped me in the beginning of my journey um, go through this process of flowing like water. Um, but specifically when it comes to relationships, people can change and people can surprise you. And there is so much magic in realizing that somebody can actually be different than what you thought they were, that they don't have to always subscribe to this idea that you have in your head of them forever, you know? And sometimes it's good. It's a good thing to to see somebody be exactly how you imagine them, especially if you imagine them as being really great. Yeah, it's great if they fall into that. Amazing. But, you know, sometimes, of course, if you think they're great, they might let you down because they're not, you know, they're not machines. They They have flaws. They have failures. And you know, you have to change your perception of that person after. And that can be a little bit difficult. But when it comes to someone that you think you have kind of low, low expectations for, and you assume like, they're going to do this, they're going to hurt me this way, they're going to do that. So you cut off connection from the get-go, um, usually what avoidance tend to do. It's such a great experience when that person actually proves you wrong and actually does surprise you in a pleasant way. But by cutting yourself off from the get-go or cutting them off from the get-go, you're not even allowing yourself to experience that, right? Which is, it's a form of pleasure to experience the nuance and, 
you know, you know, improvement of another person. So you're, you're preventing yourself from even having like a, a bonding moment and a pleasurable moment with somebody else, which I think ultimately is the point of life, you know? Um, and so I wanted to share this because I think a lot of us struggle with this. A lot of us struggle with the idea of letting people surprise us and not jumping to conclusions about what we expect them to say or do or how to behave, how they behave, even though it feels safer to do so, right? I would rather know immediately how someone is, what their character is, so that I know if I want to be around them for very long, right? But sometimes, you know, you might meet somebody and you might judge them preemptively. You might judge their character and be like, oh, I don't know how I feel about them. And you you end it like that. And that's fair. You know, it's an important uh, quality to have to be able to recognize, you know, bad intentions in somebody. It probably saves you physically, emotionally, all that stuff. Um, but sometimes, you know, we can project our own insecurities, our own just struggles onto somebody else and assume that that's who they are, you know? Our perception can be skewed by things like that. And so we might end relationships and friendships very early on because of this skewed perception rather than allowing this person to just show all of themselves to us with time and patience. And that's why I often say when it comes to fearful avoidant attachment, um, you know, the instinct when you're dealing with somebody who is a fearful avoidant, which I am, and I so I know this from like personal experience, but I've seen it in others as well. The first instinct when you notice a fearful avoidant pull away is to cut your losses or to pull away as well or to or sometimes to attach harder, right? Because you're seeing them behave a certain way and you're attributing you're attributing an intention to that behavior and you're not leaving room for curiosity. You're not leaving room to to recognize and understand this person a little bit more than what you've seen so far. And so, as a form of keeping yourself safe, which, you know, is understandable, so no judgment here, but as a form of keeping yourself safe and emotionally preserving yourself, you might end things. You might pull away. You might stop interacting with them. You might cut things off, whatever. However, I always say when people ask me, you know, what's the best way to make a fearful avoidant feel safe and know that I'm there and they don't have to pull away and that they can be comfortable to be vulnerable and open up, my answer is always time and space, you know? giving the other person enough time to really unfurl, right? Because everybody takes their own time to do that. Fearful ones take a little bit longer. But giving them the time and space, you know, not not clinging too much or being too, you know, too engaged to let them really unfurl and open up and surprise you with who they actually are rather than just assuming that because they did this avoidant thing, that's just who they are and that's that. You know, for most people or most people that have avoidant tendencies, the avoidance is a form of their own safety and self-preservation, right? So it's not really who they are. It's just a, uh, a mechanism, a coping mechanism to help them feel safe and secure, right? And that's where letting people surprise you comes into play. And it's so important because I've gone my whole life not letting people surprise me. And it really does, it, it really is sad when you look back and realize like, wow, I could have maybe um, approach this a little bit differently or opened up my mind a bit more, changed my perspective on this person. And who knows what could have happened, right? It could have ended the exact same way, which is totally fair. Yeah, that could just be who they are and that's that. But it could have also ended differently. It could have been a whole different experience if you just let yourself go with the flow, you know, let yourself just, okay, let's see what happens. Let's see if this person can surprise me. And if they can't, well, you know, it is what it is. But if they can, that's amazing. Like that's, that's so cool to see somebody 
step into a different identity than the one I've created for them in my head and actually show me that they are capable of, you know, showing up for me or doing something kind, even though I thought they wouldn't be able to do that or whatever. I think it's it's a beneficial thing for you, really, and for them as well, because it shows them the respect that you're there to actually see them and not just decide who they are or put an identity onto them. So it's respectful for them and it's respectful to you because you're letting yourself experience people that could ultimately be really pleasurable experiences for you. And that in itself shows you that you deserve pleasurable experiences, right? And that builds your self-worth. It all kind of ties in together. And so that's pretty much what I focus on when I'm doing this work, right? Is how do we build self-worth, self-trust, you know, all that stuff um, and not people please as much, recognize that we have control over ourselves, but we cannot always control other people. And if we can't control people, but we can control ourselves, how do we control ourselves and, you know, allow ourselves to morph in a way that is beneficial for us, not just for other people, right? Like, which would be people pleasing, but for us, how can I be flexible and go with the flow so that I can experience all the pleasures of life and people within it? So I think allowing yourself to just be surprised, like let yourself be surprised by people, right? You can aim low. You can be like, you know what? This is what I expect from that person. Um, so I'm going to, I'm keeping that in the back of my mind because if that is how they react, if that is what they do, then at least I'll have some sort of um, backup plan. Um, but also I'm going to keep my mind open and see, maybe they will surprise me, you know, and that'll be great. Um, and even if they don't, if they are exactly the same as I imagine them to be, I trust myself to be able to act accordingly in response to their behavior, right? Rather than feeling like I have to control things and pull away and end things because I don't trust myself to to say what I need to say, you know, self-expression, another tool that I talk about in my sessions, um, that I don't trust myself to say what I need to say in the moment. I do trust myself, you know, and to trust myself is to allow things to flow and to allow myself to flow because I know in the moment I'm good. I don't need to worry. I don't need to have this tight grip on everything all the time because I I can do it. I, I trust and I believe myself and I know I'm worthy of good things and I show myself that I'm worthy of good things by doing the things I need to do in the moment, whether that's ending a relationship or maintaining one, right? Because sometimes maintaining the relationship is what shows you that you're worthy of something good. If that person has shown you that they are capable of good things as well, right? So this is just um, for any other avoidance out there who struggle with allowing people to surprise them because it is a way for them to feel safe. You know, we want to protect ourselves and that's totally valid and totally totally fair. But at the same time, that can also prevent you from experiencing cool people and meeting meeting great people and connecting with them and having fun experiences that you can take with you as you get older, right? And that is ultimately, you know, from in my belief, the point of life, you know, it is to have these experiences and to allow yourself to see what everything and everyone has to offer fully and not hold yourself back and not keep yourself in a little bubble all the time, you know. Yeah, of course, you can kind of retract into your shell when you need to rest and recuperate. That's totally fair. But also, you know, there's so much to see, right? And you deserve to see what everything and everyone has to offer because it could be really enjoyable and you deserve good things and you're worthy of good things. So yeah, I I hope this was interesting. I hope this inspired somebody to kind of open themselves up a little bit more to really understanding somebody else that they're struggling to understand 
and allow that person to surprise them if they can. Um, yeah, so I will be back again with another episode. Again, if you want to chat with me about topics like these in more detail, if you need some support during your personal growth journey, you're having a hard time working through certain things, feel free to book a chat session with me. I'll have the links in the show notes below. And yeah, thanks for listening and I'll be back again next week.